Hey everyone, welcome back to the I Should Totally Be Dead Right Now podcast, where we tell true stories of survivors of true crime, natural disasters, and everything else in between. How's it going, Michelle? Uh, amazing. It is amazing. Uh, we made the best drink. We did! I think it's probably my favorite drink that we've had in quite a while. Yeah, I think we've been having some like, eh, it's okay, trying yeah. some new things, but this one's very good. Yeah, we made a blackberry basil lemonade. Mm. Ugh, so we muddled like three or four blackberries with mm-hmm. a couple leaves of basil, just smashed the shit out of that, mm-hmm. and then um, vodka and lemonade, and boom. Yeah. It's like you refreshing wanna, and gorgeous. Do you want to tell how much vodka you put in it? or? Uh, I'm unclear. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was okay. about a shot. Okay, like, that's fair. Yeah. A and, shot of vodka. Yeah, to your to your taste, and maybe, perhaps. And, a shot of, okay. And then fill it with lemonade. Yeah, we did pretty tall glasses. So we yeah. by the time the vodka and blackberries and basil were in there, it was probably like a third up. And okay. then, you know, so we probably had maybe a... A half a cup or so of lemonade in there. Anyway. Right. Okay. No, that's perfect. But it's no, delicious. It's, it's crazy how basil can really like lift a drink. I don't yeah. Know. I really enjoy it. So I know. Well, we were debating and going back and forth. Is it mm. going to be weird? No. No. It's not going to be weird. It's delicious. It's very tasty. <laughs> we highly recommend this one. So we've been drinking that shit out of I know. Because Michelle's in town still. So no, we're Just partying. Uh, what am I going to do when I go back to Ohio? Oh, no. freaking be depressed. Uh, lame drinks again. and Yeah. Uh, I'm going to are... rage quit this whole situation. Know, right? <laughs> it's just not the same people. It's not. It is not. Because we talk for an hour. Like, <laughs> <laughs> we make drinks and chat for an hour. And we don't have that with Zoom. No, we hit 40 minutes with Zoom. <laughs> so... Oh dear! This bitch is too cheap to get the pro. <laughs> <So> <laughs> yeah. We get forty minutes. Uh, oh dear! Too funny. No, these are delicious drinks. Yes, great company. Beauty. It's gonna be a good time. It is a good I'm time. I'm assuming good stories. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah, I'm just thinking if. I was yeah. like, there was a hard hesitation. No, there. it's just great. like this is a good just reminder for women. Oh, honestly. Okay. So, okay. All ready? right. All right. Take us in, Caitlin. So this story is about Gina Kershaw. Gina Kershaw. Is that a famous person? Could be. I feel like it is. Well, just you wait. Okay. Okay. I'm sorry. Oh Spoilers again, maybe. Who okay. knows? So Gina is 53 years old and she lives in New Point Beach, California. Okay. So Gina is married, but she also likes to do some solo weekends. You know, she likes Girl, to Girl, be- <laughs> I get it. Yeah. Gina. Mm-hmm. Well, last year, so it's like 2021, she did a solo weekend in New York City for her birthday. Mm-hmm. So she shopped, she ate at expensive restaurants, she went to museums, she rented a bike, like she's Just, living her best life. Yeah, I would say. That sounds amazing. She, yeah. She went for a few bars, enjoyed a glass of wine, she read or wrote at the same time. So being alone was something she enjoyed sometimes. I get it. I am such a, um, I think I lived alone for so long mm. that... It's just, I crave alone time. That's fair. Yeah, I lived alone too before yeah. I was with Nicholas. And I'm yeah. like, it's great. Can you just do like, whatever you want? You can leave, do whatever you want. Leave for like a day. Yeah. And just leave me alone at home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Please get out. <laughs> <laughs> so it is now fall of 2021. Okay. So Gina and her husband are both at home and her husband goes to bed early to read a book. Mm. So it's pretty early, but he's just like, you know, I'm going to read a good book. I'm going to snuggle in bed. I honestly get that because I love 
like chilling in my bed and like watching some shows. Oh or... yeah, I read in bed all the time right. and then get all the dogs to like come and right. snuggle with me. It's the best. Nick does not like that. He's like, once I'm in the bed, it's it's bedtime. Oh, but for me, I just love to hang out. I don't know. Yeah, it's just I'm so a, comfy. I'm a big bed hanger. Yeah. <laughs> so. But she watched Netflix, had a glass of wine, but she wasn't ready to call it a night just yet. Mm, okay. So she decided to close her activity ring on her Apple Watch <laughs> and go for a walk, which, yeah, I need to close my Apple rings today, so. This is making me a little nervous no, no, already. No, she's good. Uh, they is li- she? Is she? No. <laughs> they live near a beach boardwalk. So a lot of people are out, and it's only 7.30 at this time, so it's still light out. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so she's not worried about it. She walked for about 15 minutes, and then she turned to go back home. Okay, okay. Sounds very reasonable. Yep, she got a little notification, your rings are closed, great, did my activity for the day. So on the way back, she stopped at a small local bar to get another glass of wine. I feel like I could hang out with this Gina all day long. I feel like she's a red wine drinker. Like. Mm. Probably. I don't know. I'd I have like my her. dirty martini right. while she had her glass of wine. Beauty. But now, so at this time, it's around like 8, 13 p.m. Okay. So it's getting not too late, but it's getting dark, you know? Yeah. So she ordered from the bartender and closed her tab out. She just had the one glass and she took it to the rear area of the bar because it's completely empty. She wanted mm. to be alone. She yeah. wanted to relax. I can see myself doing every single thing that yeah, she has done so far. Exactly. <laughs> she sat down, checked her emails, planned out her week, just was relaxing with her wine. But that's when a man came up to her, but she held up her phone to show him like she was in the middle of a conversation. Like mm, she's busy. I see. So he turned around and left. So she was actually having a text conversation with her niece just about current protests that were happening nearby. By the time they were done chatting, it's 10 p.m. She only had the one glass at 8, so she's like, I'm pretty sober, you know. I should probably head home. Okay. By that time, that's when the bartender uh, came up with her with another glass of wine. And she's just like, oh my goodness. Thank you. Like, like, la, la. I know, right? Thank you so much. <laughs> I appreciate it. So uh, she thanked them. He walked away. And then she wakes up in a dark alley. <gasps> I know. Oh, oh my God. I just totally got goosebumps. <laughs> oh. Ah. Okay. So Gina says she doesn't remember even taking a sip of this wine. Oh my God. But What's she it? did recall feeling very drunk. Mm. And for is her. This roofies? Is could that be, what the situation yeah. is? Yeah. Sorry. Spoiler no, okay. alert again. Well, I mean, it's pretty obvious. <laughs> but the fact that she only had one glass at. 8.15. Yeah. And then it was 10 p.m. when the last time she checked her phone and got the other glass of wine. It's like, she's a wine drinker. She knows. Yeah. Her, yeah, you know. Exactly. But she can remember bits and pieces. Ugh. So at this point, she recalls a man standing in front of her asking if she was okay. He offers her to escort her home. And then he leans in towards her neck and tells her that she's pretty. Ugh. Uh, Ugh. I got goosebumps again, no. but not in a fun way at all she was creeped out (laughs) yeah no shit she was creeped out she was creeped out and now laying on the ground of the alleyway so gina's husband actually fell asleep with his book you know yeah as i would have right but he woke up around 11 30 p.m and saw that gina's not home i'm sure that's unusual exactly so he starts calling her she's not answering so luckily he has her location from her phone oh like Thank God for those GPS. I know. 
<laughs> that's why I'm like, I always have my notifications on for Nick. Like, he can know wherever I'm at. Yeah. You know, just in case for sure. this type of thing happens. Um, so he, oh, uh, she's not answering. Yeah, yeah. So, so she's not answering the call. So yeah, he gets her location, and then thinking she must have, she probably dropped it somewhere mm. because it's only a few blocks away. So yeah. she could have just dropped it. Maybe if he finds it, he'll find her beauty. So he goes looking for it. He walked by the alleyway a few times, but couldn't find the phone because that's oh. what he was looking for was the phone. So he walked back home, but something wasn't. Quite right. He wasn't feeling good about this. And I wouldn't be either feeling good about this situation. No, exactly. So he reconsidered it and decided just to walk back just one more time, thoroughly look for the phone. Mm. But instead of finding the phone, he finds Gina and she's curled up in a fetal position against a garage in the darkest spot of the alley. I know. Oh my God, I'm going to cry. I know. It was his worst nightmare just to see her in that position. Like, no oh my doubt. So at this point, it's now 12.20 a.m. And thank God he found her. Yeah. The only thing she remembers is saying, I think I've been drugged. And she wakes up the next morning, surprising to be alive in her bed. Oh. Oh, so sad. That would be so scary. Her first thought, I'm still here. Mm. She doesn't know how much of the drug was given to her. She knows her entire body slowed down and her brain gave into the darkness. Oh, God. That's How terrifying. scary. Absolutely. It's, yeah. it's ludicrous to me right. that there is an invention where you can put nail polish on your... Mm. So you can, like... Test your drink. Test your drink. And it's like... What kind of fucking world are we living in? Exactly. It's so upsetting. Absolutely. So she got checked out, and thankfully, she was not sexually assaulted. Oh. I'm, but I'm actually, frankly, very surprised. Yeah. No, absolutely. And she just has some bruises and soreness. Mm. She doesn't know what happened to her, unfortunately. Oh. Still, she doesn't know. That would be so freaky. How hard is that? She states... I came out of this experience physically whole. I know the same cannot be said for most other women that are drugged like this. I don't know why I was spared that pain, but I am overwhelmingly grateful I was. Mm. So she, of course, knows about date rape drugs, but had no idea how quickly a person become utterly incapacitated after ingesting just a sip even. Uh, Yeah, I did not realize it. Was that fast? No, or, absolutely. I mean, I've never been roofied, so thankfully. Thank God, knock on wood. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, same. Exactly. She says, if whoever drugged me had harbored evil intentions, there would have been nothing I could do to stop them. Nothing. Ugh. She can do anything. She doesn't remember most of anything. Oh, God, that's so scary. It's so scary that these drugs are available. Like, I don't know. It's just terrifying it is like that you could be incapacitated so quickly right and have no memory of any of it absolutely and no function of your body or anything like that she doesn't know exactly what have happened but she was a target that didn't go as planned she feel like she wasn't she feel like she was a target maybe it wasn't the right one or he got scared off by somebody else well that's what she said she's like was it a joke did God intervene or someone saw him trying to do something like something happened to deter this person from doing something that they right. were going intended to do. 
So she doesn't know what, but she feels embarrassed and angry for her stupidity in accepting the drink. But of course, like, she ordered from the bartender first time, and then, you know, the glass yeah. of wine was fine. And so when the bartender came back, she's like, oh, I got a free glass of wine, you know? Yeah, I would have... I would have drank it. it. Yeah. I mean, ugh. I feel like the bartender is like a safe person, but it could have been tampered with before the bartender bring it. Like, can I order some wine? Roofied it. Actually, can you bring it to that lady? You know? Yeah, maybe. It could have been that. I honestly don't know. Ugh. But either way, thankfully, she was okay. I imagine that she would have snippets of the night sort of come back to her over time. Right. You know, I mean, because your brain still remembers everything that happens. Just because you're not conscious of it doesn't mm-hmm. mean it. all that information hasn't been but picked up. But sometimes the brain, like, tries to protect you. Yeah, like, <laughs> you don't remember this. Yeah. Uh, you had this trauma true. when you were little. We're not remembering it at all. Exactly. And sometimes with my victims that I've seen in the hospital, after one or two nights of full rest, then snippets become to come, like, come clear. Like, you need some rest to, like, remember actually what happened. But, ugh, ugh, it's so scary and sad. But terrifying. It is so terrifying. It's just women, I don't know. I mean, it does happen to men sometimes. It does. It really does. But also for women, it's like they can't even go enjoy a glass of wine by themselves. They can't. They can't do it, which is sad and scary at the same time. Ugh. So she wants to share her story so other women can hear it and hopefully it doesn't happen to them. Or to know that it's... It can happen. It can happen and you're not alone. Right. You know, and it's not because of your own stupidity or whatever that you tell yourself. Right. You know, that this was done intentionally to you and you didn't have a lot of... You didn't have a choice. Yeah. It's like you take one sip and you're out. Yeah. Like, what? Exactly. That's crazy. Exactly. Absolutely. She states, all of the circumstances that made me feel safe, my age, being close to home and in a familiar place, not dressed up, sitting by myself and minding my own business all combined to give me a false sense of security. Mm. I let my guard down for a moment and it was very easy to drug me. I will never let that happen again. But yeah, I mean, she was just going for a walk. She had 10 shoes on. She's 53 years old. She didn't think like, you know, she's older. Does yeah, mean- I roll out into public and I don't expect anything's going to happen in this situation. <laughs> so I get it. You're very pretty, Michelle. Save whatever. it. <laughs> but so it's just interesting. Like, yeah, I mean, that makes sense. I mean, you're a few blocks from home. You're by yourself. You're in an empty area. You're like, you're just minding your own business. Like, yeah. you don't think... Someone's intention. I, don't know. I love going to eat in restaurants by myself. Oh, yeah? Like, I just have, I have no issues with it whatsoever. Right. You know, and I like kind of people watching, but I'll be, you know, maybe reading on my phone and kind of keeping myself occupied. Yeah. But I don't, you know, it's just not a big deal for me. I've done a lot of traveling by myself, mm. so you just sort of get used to it right. and kind of enjoy it. And no, no, yeah. Absolutely. So it makes me mad that sort of... Well, of course it makes me mad that this even happened, Mm -hmm. but that her self, her sense of security in her own community Mm -hmm. is shattered. Right. And that is very upsetting. Absolutely. It's super sad. So Gina is a manifestation coach. Oh, okay. I feel like I could be a manifestation coach. Well, I hope you can, uh, you know, teach me how to do that. Girl, I could teach you how to manifest. Okay, yeah, please do. There's... 
literal techniques for it. Oh shit! Well, tell me. Okay, tell me after uh, <laughs> off air because I need that. Uh, but she's also a best-selling author and host of a top-rated podcast called Your Today Story. Oh, okay. And she is a motivational speaker at private retreats, workshops, and has been a featured speaker a featured speaker at Alt Summit. Oh, okay. I feel like I've heard of Alt Summit. Right. Um, I'm not familiar with it, but yeah, I've heard of it, but right. I don't. I don't know the details. You can check out her podcast. Her website is GinaKershaw.com, which is where I got the story, actually. Oh, okay. It's from her website. Awesome. And she even has an Instagram, at Gina Kershaw. So, check her out. It's... I'm going to, like, check her out right this I moment. I know. No, I mean, she's very inspirational. And it's good that... I think it's great that people can share their stories and try to protect women, but I also understand why people don't share their stories because a lot of ridicule... Ridicule? Nope. (laughs) (laughs) This is getting animated. (laughs) Jesus. A lot of women get... Well, I think there's just such a sense of shame. Thank you. It's your fault somehow. Yes. When in fact, it's not your effing fault. Well, exactly. That other person put that in your drink. Well, I hear a yeah. lot of people are like, oh, it's like she's wearing it, so she's asking for it. It's like, um, I'm wearing tennis shoes and pants. Yeah. Like, there was a museum. I think it was in New York. I'm not quite sure. Don't quote me on that. But it was a museum of women that were sexually assaulted and what they were wearing. And a lot of it was just like sweatpants, like yeah. jeans. It was, it's like no one's asking for no one's asking to be assaulted. No yeah. one's acting like no. You can wear whatever not. the fuck you want, exactly. and you're not asking for if it. If you want to wear a short skirt, good for you, girl. Wear it. Slay. Yeah. Show off those legs. Exactly. No, it. May, I actually had um, this other woman on Facebook that mm-hmm. I was friends with, and she uh, was pretty much like, "Of course you're asking for it <gasps> if you go out with cleavage showing." And I was blocked, like, blocked, oh, blocked. We are. Not friends. No. Because it was it was horrifying. I was I was shocked that another right. woman would feel like that. Yeah. And it women was women should support other women and I don't know. No one is no asking, one's asking, to, be asking to be assaulted. No one's asking to be attacked. No one's asking for anything. They just want to enjoy themselves. Yeah. And look awesome. Yeah. You know? Or not. Whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. It's not for you, it's for them. They want to feel good. If this is what makes them feel good, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So Oh, I get so irate. I do too. Absolutely. (laughs) I do as well. So, so good on Gina for being brave to share her story. Yeah. And there is a Gina Kershaw that is famous. I mean, she's probably famous. That's her. Yeah, that's her. That's her. This is her? I think so. Yeah. That's was her website. Or is that her? Oh, go to her website. It's the same person. Go to dot com. Um, okay. (laughs) Um, Okay. (laughs) Well, don't go to images. Go oh, to- that's did you? It, does her name start with a K or a G? G. Oh, okay. That's oh, this is a different woman. Hi, I'm Gina. Yeah, this is. How do you know? You don't even well, see. Well, the the name her. is the other woman starts with a G. It is a G. I no, just said. No, no, her last name. Oh. So she Kershaw. starts with a K. And yeah, Kershaw. Kershaw is the famous actress I was oh, thinking of. Oh, I see. I see. I so see. this is. You can see oh, the name. Gershon. Yeah. Yeah, it's the, I guess ends so. with the N, not Shaw. That's who I was thinking of. When I see, we first... I see, I see. That's not her. That's not her. <laughs> it's it's this other version. beautiful woman. 
That's got her own website. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. No, it's okay. But good job, Gina. Like, yeah. thank you for sharing your story. I'm so glad that, I don't know, something happened that kind of stopped what was like, yeah, supposed something to happen. Must something must have intervened. Exactly. You know, so. I do feel like... Almost always when that happens, there's... I do feel like something maybe beyond ourselves has helped step in. Yeah. No, could be. I often think that way. I sure hope so, but I'm just glad she's safe and such, so... Maybe that bartender was like, hmm, that guy was kind of sketch. I'm going to go check. Maybe. I don't know. But no, I guess he would have found her in the alley then, so maybe not. Just... If you have someone in your life, just share your location. Like, yeah. someone that you can trust, always share your location. And just, it just sucks that people can't go out by themselves. Like, I'm always scared. I remember I used to do a lot of walking on this road. Uh-huh. And I wouldn't bring the dogs because mm-hmm. there wasn't much of a shoulder. Right. And it's, you know. And there was a few times I got so creeped out that I could just be taken so easily. Right. That I just, I quit going on walks. And it's just, ugh. Oh, it sucks. Yeah, it does yeah. suck. And I did not know roofies kicked in that fast. I didn't either. They said it could kick in like three minutes. Like how crazy is that? Because usually oral things happen within 20 minutes. Mm. But this seems like way, way fast. fast. So I have actually a couple friends who were roofied. And <gasps> really? Yeah. yeah. Um, they were out partying with uh-huh. some friends and they woke up in somebody's apartment <gasps> completely naked and there was like a slew of people there. Oh my God. And they, it like, it had been many years later uh-huh. when they told me about it, but it still freaked him out. Oh, sure. Like, and it was both of them. It was both the husband and wife both got roofied and both got taken to whatever this was and they still don't know. How scary. Yeah. How scary is that? Like, oh. Yeah, I and feel so they bad. knew not good things happened. Of course, yeah. Yeah, uh, that's yeah so if you're scary. roofing someone, you don't have any good intentions. No, no, you don't. Terrible. But please go out with people that you trust in. Yeah, and let someone know where you're going and where you are. Yes, yes. Just that's, in case. That just, just seems to be so important these apparently, days. Yeah, absolutely. But thank you, Gina, for sharing your story. Like, hopefully, that does help some women yeah. around and. Wine will fuck you up. <laughs> wine yeah. always fucks me up. If I drink too much wine, it really does just... Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. But... I don't drink a lot of wine these days. I stick to Bud Light and my Blackberry. <laughs> there you go. My Blackberry basil lemonade. lemonade. Yeah. That's so funny. No, but... Um, so I was on Gina's website. Oh, yeah. Checking yes, out yes, her shit. Out. And I just want to read this, like, one little part because Love I it. think it's... Please do. ...so incredible. So this is what she writes on her website. I am personally inspired to help women crack limiting beliefs, release guilt, forgive themselves, become unfuckable with a bowl. Yeah, I know. I was like, I don't know if I said that right, but I'm good with it. Yeah. Find real solutions to business questions and empower themselves to rise above the limitations that have kept them from living the life they love. Love it. Like, beautiful, bro. An amazing yeah. career. Like, uh, you know how I am with female empowerment. Right, I know, you know me like, too. Frozen, like, <laughs> crying, and Moana, crying. And <laughs> uh, I am Moana. <laughs> I love it all. Anyway. Uh, that's great. So, that yeah. just makes me love Gina even more. No, absolutely. I like, want to be unfuckable withable. You are, Michelle. You're you the best. are. And everyone listening, you are as well. Oh, oh I'm going to start crying again. Okay. Good job, Gina. Ugh. 
Well, All right. now to a story about a guy. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> We're done. <laughs> Just kidding. We no, love men, too. We do. We are so. an equal opportunist podcast over here. That's correct. I don't think I said correct. I think I said crocked or something. Oh, no, God. you're good. Girl. These drinks are so delicious. It's it's an issue. And now that I see that we're together, it's probably just an issue. <laughs> yeah. Being in person. It's... We've been recording for three hours. Yeah. <laughs> Poor Nick's been on the couch for like five hours just waiting to get back into the computer room. Sorry, uh, it's not happening today, brah. No. Uh, poor Nicholas. Okay. 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 So this story is about Henry Grant. Okay. And we are going back to August of 2019. Beauty. So we're in Squaw Peak, Massachusetts. So uh-huh. I think it's a like a park where people go and sort of hit this trail and kind of get to the top of this sort of peak uh-huh. that's 1,600 feet up in the air. And it's got like amazing views and stuff. Oh, so it's a pretty popular pretty. trail. Okay. But it's pretty treacherous. Oh. There is a big sort of cliffside. So anyway, oh. we'll kind of get into it. So Henry and, and Henry's like 18 years old. So oh, Henry and his young. mom are are off hiking together. Fun. And so he, uh, they went up and they're kind of at the top of the, at the peak. It's mm-hmm. 1,642 feet high. Uh-huh. And what they say is it tricks hikers into being complacent. And they mm-hmm. tend to like to go towards the edge of this crazy, steep, slippery cliff. I see. And, um, and I guess it's resulted in tons of injuries and quite a few deaths. Oh, my goodness. Because people, like, plummet (gasps) off the end. Oh, my gosh. So Henry, again, was out with his mom. He's just a week shy of starting his freshman year in college. And and he sort of respected that you don't really go to the edge of this cliff part. Right. Because it's scary and freaky. So he was staying, like, a good 10 feet away. And he was waiting for his mom to kind of catch up to get Mm -hmm. to the peak with him. And he was up there. There was, like, 15 or so other hikers up there. So it wasn't like it was not busy. Mm -hmm. And um, he saw one hiker who was dressed in pink. She was about 60. Cute. And she was peeking over the precipice. And she was there with her husband. And he, like, Henry kind of turns around to see his mom coming up the hill and then when he turned back the woman in pink was nowhere to be found (gasps) what yeah and he had heard this sort of tumbling (gasps) and thumps and was like oh my god oh shit and then he and then he hears paula paula and it was the husband of the woman in pink calling for paula because paula had fallen down, oh my down God. the cliff. And so now the husband is completely frantic because he's just seen his wife right. plummet off the side of this. And Henry sort of wheels around, sees that she's not there, and realizes she's fallen off the side of the mountain. He's like, I hate to say this, but they're probably going to find a body. <gasps> they're probably not going to find oh. poor Paula. So all the hikers are kind of getting together to sort of figure out how they're going to get down there to see if they can find her. Okay. So they're like, rescue attempt. We're going for it. Cute. So Henry and his mom head to where the rest of the hikers are. And he was like, fuck it. I can do it. I can help her. 
And so he starts heading down the hill (gasps) to go try to find her. Okay. And so he assured his mom he was going to be safe. And he started trekking down the trail alone to go try to find poor Paula in pink. Okay. Oh, in pink. So bad. That would be me. I'd be in my cute little outfit. (laughs) So after about 15 minutes of trying to slowly make his way down this precipice and Mm -hmm. this cliff... Um, he's going over boulders. He's going through like prickly brush and he slips quite a few times on loose dirt and oh manages to slide down quite a ways himself. He sees a figure about actually 20 feet, 25 feet above him. Oh, so he is gone past Paula. Uh-huh. Didn't see her anywhere. Kind of got to a safe spot, looked around and realized, oh, shit, she's up there. He uh-huh. just saw sort of a glimpse of pink. Okay. And so now he's going. He's like, I got to go to her. I got to go find her. What's his purpose? Or his plan? His plan, yes. So it turns out, and probably his purpose. Well put, (laughs) Caitlin. It's Um, the drinks. Oh, they're so delicious. Too good. Yeah. Yeah, I could see this being like a gorgeous punch. Like in a big bowl Mm, or, you know. Pitcher. Yeah. Yum, yum, yum. Great for a barbecue. It's winter right now, but... Yeah, this is a hella summer drink. Yeah. Okay. We got the heat on. It feels like summer. It right? does. It's delightful in here. Mm. So back to Paula. Yes. And, and Henry. Uh, it turns out that Paula had fallen about 75 feet. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, so she went down pretty far, but miraculously, she was alive. <gasps> oh, oh, good. So Henry's like, Paula, Paula, is that you? And she's kind of like... Mm, like barely responded and he could tell that she was clearly hurt Mm -hmm. and a little bit delirious i bet yeah and so fortunately henry called 911 Mm -hmm. and was like i found her this is her location and he waited with her for a little bit he was able to sort of scramble back up those 25 feet Mm -hmm. and get to her okay but she kept trying to move, and every time she moved, she would slip further down the cliff. Oh, no. So, okay. it's... Okay. I mean, I guess the story is really also about Paula. Right. But... <laughs> well, sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, he was afraid that because she was clearly a little bit delirious mm-hmm. and clearly injured, that she would move too much and then just fall further down and oh. probably be killed. Oh, my gosh. So, he crawled up on all fours... To get to her and sort of he was able to like get traction by digging his fingers into the dirt and his feet kind of into the dirt until he was finally able to get to Paula and she was moaning and not making any sense like the words coming out of her mouth were not coherent or anything and her head and her arms and her Mm -hmm. legs were all bleeding so she's just a wreck yeah Yeah. just a complete mess so as it turns out of course he didn't know this at the time she had suffered from a compound leg fracture (gasps) 10 broken ribs oh my god a broken clavicle and a serious concussion so she took a hard hard tumble henry was able to sort of get himself like brace himself up against a tree so he himself wouldn't go tumbling down the cliff. Right. And he was able to, like, take her hand in his and just started... Oh I, I know. <laughs> Seriously. So sweet. This yeah. little fucking 18-year-old is being <laughs> incredible. God. <laughs> and he just kept asking her questions to mm. sort of keep her mind active, alert, and off mm-hmm. probably the incredible pain that she was in. You know, he's like, where are you from? What do you do for a living? Do you have kids? You know, just anything he could think of, he was asking her. Mm-hmm. And 
unfortunately, soon they were joined by another hiker, Simon, okay. who had come down to give a hand. So mm-hmm. the two of them sort of helped keep her still so she wouldn't go flying down the cliff even right. further and just kept her mind active mm. as she was sitting there in probably incredible pain. So it took about 45 minutes for the first responders to get there. So they arrived oh. at the summit um, and a rescuer sort of repelled down the cliff, which I'm sure they had to do all the time because mm-hmm. it sounded like this was pretty common. And they were able to put Paula on a stretcher and they lifted her out and they got her husband and they got her onto an ATV and were able to sort of take her out of there mm-hmm. and get her some help. She eventually, they would be flown by helicopter to a hospital. Oh, wow. So okay. she was in pretty rough shape. Right. As we know, she had all those freaking broken yeah. bones all over. So now Henry and our now Simon are hanging out at the cliff and have no way of getting up. Oh, no. There's like, okay. They're now in a tricky spot. They were able to get down okay, but, but they, can't get back up. they can't get back up. They took up. her, but then kind of like Yeah, they're like, them. okay, guys, see ya. Oh, my gosh. Okay. <laughs> so what they ended up doing is they uh, rescuers up on the top of this cliff attached all these harnesses and pulleys and were able to sort of get them down to them uh-huh. in those 75 feet down the cliff. Okay. And it took them almost five hours what to like get back up oh really so, well i guess it was five hours from the time he saw her fall until he was finally able to, to get, get to the up. top okay okay and it took him quite a while and so fortunately paula was able to fully recover oh good. um your cute she, little pink outfit i know i love her already Adorable. and she was able to get she had actually been there to get some r&r after her mother's death Oh and so my she was having a hard time already, but she ended up writing a letter to the Boston Globe uh-huh. to talk about Henry, her new hero. <gasps> and uh, she wrote, at 18, Henry has already participated in building the rest of my life. Oh my God. <laughs> like, oh, oh my God. That's so sweet. Well, let's just presume that Henry went to college and was amazing. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, no. But the point is, he went out with a hike with his mom and returned a hero, and Paula was saved, and she made a full recovery. That's very selfless, especially for an 18-year-old. I'm not mean to bash any young people, but... Like I will them... myself at 18. I don't know what yeah, I would have done. Exactly. And, you know. But he was like, I am young enough. I'm phys- physically like, capable. I'm young of going enough. Down. Yeah. I'm dumb enough. I'm going. <laughs> That's yeah. like literally what he said. Stay yeah. here, mom. Right. I I'll be this. back. I'm going to yeah. rescue this girl. And he did. Like, and he did. Uh, so could you imagine? I remember going to um, the Cliffs of Moher in Scotland. Ireland. Yeah, or, yeah oh, in sorry. Ireland. You're correct. Not Scotland. Good God. Girl. Oh. In Ireland. Mm-hmm. And there's two different trails you can take. So first, mm-hmm. you walk through this gate, and it's like suicide hotlines everywhere. Like, oh, really? if you were thinking about suicide, call these oh. numbers. You know, so it's clearly, you know, right. happened. And then there's an upper trail uh-huh. that's kind of pretty close to the edge. And then this second trail that uh-huh. has dirt on either side. Uh-huh. So you're almost like you're walking in a... I can't even think of words. I don't know. But you said it was really windy when you went. It was hella windy. Right. And Joel went on the upper trail. Uh-huh. And I went on the super safe down trail. Where it's like well. you're almost watching walking in a ditch or something. So you've got okay. dirt on both sides. I would like that. It's like... 
if I'm going to trip, I'm going to be plummeting down. And they say, it's like, if you fall, you're dead. I mean, there's like warnings everywhere. And I was like, Joel, what are you doing? (laughs) You're going to be blown away. And because it was, it was like, and all this like crazy wind was going Mm. and I could see people just, you trip accidentally or you do something silly. And then, oh my God, you just made the worst mistake of your life because now you're dead. I think you fall like 700 feet or something Mm. insane. Uh, So I could see just like trying to look over and something little, maybe just some rocks fell from under your foot and boom. It's like, shit, I just fell 75 feet. It's so scary. It is scary. It's good that you want to get out in nature, guys, and hike (laughs) and such. But like, let's like, I don't know. I know. It turns out from doing this podcast, like, (laughs) I just really can't do anything anymore. I'm going to stay at home. Next thing I know, I'm going to have this like, I survived playing video games. It's like, (laughs) oh, fuck. Now video games are out. What'd you do? I threw my phone. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Henry's a hero. Yeah. No, it's good to highlight, you know, some young people. Doing amazing things. Yeah. No, it's good. I like to think that I would have, my 18-year-old me would have been like, I'm going. I'm going to do it. I I feel like I had a lot of confidence at 18. (laughs) I was pretty fearless as a teenager. Like, I think back to the things that I used to do and how I used to drive. And it's like... Girl, what Lucky. were you doing? Well, you, even as a kid on the farm, your stories you tell me, like, <laughs> it's just know. like intense. How like, did I even survive? Just yeah. My favorite, though, is my dad used to like wait on the back of the, it was, what, I don't even know what they're called. They're like a bunch of bladed wheels mm-hmm. that it, you, it like grinds up the, the hard rock right. and he used to need weight on that. And so me and my sister would sit on it yeah. while he was driving. And we used to just sing Surfing USA and try to keep our balance. And oh, if we had fallen forward, we probably would have been killed. Right. You know, and then my dad's setting off dynamite to like <laughs> kill a tree. And it's like, oh, fuck, Michelle, what are you doing here? Right. Run! <laughs> so Clods of dirt hitting the house 300 yards away. <laughs> Your poor mom. She had no idea. Yeah. I told her about it later. She's like, what? What? No. And I was just like, oh, yeah, it was fine. Yeah. I'm alive. Yeah, I'm still here. (laughs) It's fine. My goodness. I bet that's how his mom feels. Like, he's like, mom, I got this. I'm going to save this lady. It's like, And she's like, what? Over my dead body, you're going down that cliff. I'm already gone. Right. (laughs) She was probably so stressed the entire time. Oh, absolutely. Henry, you did great. Yes. That's very nice. Good for you. Like, good. Yes. Thank you. And he did. He was the one that found her, and he was the one that helped save her. Called it in, and yeah. It is. Well done, Henry. Well done, Gina. You guys are incredible. Well done, Paula, also, for surviving. Everyone did great. Yeah, we told the story from the hero's perspective this time, rather than necessarily the victim's. Right, right, right. Either way, everyone survived. Nailed it. That's the point of this podcast. Everyone's, well, not everyone survives, but. A lot of people survive. (laughs) A lot of people survive. God damn, these stupid blackberry lemonades. I I swear, this must be the best drink we've had in at least six months. You think six months? This is such a yummy drink. It is very yummy. I think we just like the, like, the refreshing. I think we do like the savory drinks. Like the little bit of sweetness, but with the basil, it really kind of makes it. It kicked it up a whole nother notch. It did. Mm-hmm. It's not just like, it's either like 
strong or sweet, but this is like a mild in between, which is very nice because yeah. you can taste the alcohol, you can taste the sweetness, and you can taste the savory. Yeah. No, I love it. I, I would. I would totally make this for a party oh, or yeah. something. Or mm-hmm. yeah, and when it's blackberry season and the blackberries are super sweet. Oh, yeah. oh perfect. I mean, we lucked out with some yummy blackberries. Yeah. Good job, bro. Yeah. I don't know what you did. Yeah. I Science. just was like. I looked Science. through quite a few, picked yeah, out the nicest okay. ones. No, it was great. So, <laughs> okay, we drank the shit out of. We um... did, yeah. So we should probably end this. Yeah, <laughs> time to cut it yeah, off. It is. All right. Well, we hope you enjoyed this episode, and you guys, we'll see you next time while Michelle is still in town. Hell yeah! All right. See you next time. Goodbye. Bye.